Hey y'all, Helios here, Master of Mayhem, bringing you another underground radio broadcast from the Helios blog. Today, Andrew Tate's accusers exposed. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong and independent, I don't need no man, like y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. about one of the women who has accused Andrew Tate of human trafficking's history. The two women who have accused uh. Andrew and Tristan have a questionable past. Driven by aspirations for money and fame, they targeted the Tates as easy prey. Their ambition was to become TikTok stars, but when they failed to achieve their dreams, they reportedly resorted to attempting to extort the Tates. When their extortion plan didn't work, they involved the authorities. Wow, totally not a sketchy past at all, guys. Notably, totally they not. went on a luxurious holiday to the French Riviera mere weeks after reporting themselves as victims of human trafficking. Yeah, okay. This raises suspicions about the authority of their claims. Furthermore, the source of funding for this extravagant trip warrants scrutiny. If they financed it themselves, it suggests they were far from being trafficked victims yep. that may have been making substantial amounts of money. On the other hand, if someone else sponsored their holiday in exchange... Well, here's the thing. If uh, they extorted the Tates, why couldn't they have extorted somebody else to make money? <laughs> so... For false statements, it raises serious questions that demand answers. Okay, so here, here's what it, what it says. The Moldovan woman was born in Moldova but spent several years in London as a lady of the night. She also reportedly had an illicit substance problem. Andrew Tate offered to help the woman and move her to Romania where she would be cared for by Georgiana, who is Tate's assistant. And there's a picture of her in in the, uh, you know, it, it, let's just say in a place that has a pool and girls are dancing there. Romanian news outlet Gondol reports that the woman asked to move to Romania with him and and filed a R-word allegation nearly six months later when he refused to give her money to buy a house and become a TikTok star. The woman reportedly had a substance addiction. When they met at the um, Lady of the Night Club, she worked at. Tate said he allowed the woman to move to Romania with him on her own. By the way, 
Let's do uh, some shilling now. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, Tom M, and Bobby. Shout out to you, most recent Patreon subscriber. Thank you. Go buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. Uh, shout out to Curry Kid, most recent purchaser of Strategist Guide to Seduction. Thank you. My Patreon is patreon.com slash the Helios Blog. Share this video. Support me on the podcast by clicking more in the link in the description and scroll down to support the show. All right. Thank you so much. Shitting is done. Let's continue. So here's more proof she resided in London. Uh, her name, la la la. Junior interior designer. Home lives in London, United Kingdom. And this is her uh, Instagram. And a bunch of more, a bunch more things. Says she's an interior designer, apparently. Next is the next girl that, that um, accused Andrew. A uh, girl from the United States, apparently. Same TikTok account, but she changed the username. I wonder how they were a day before the police raid. Probably scared and worried, right? She's doing TikToks. Now, this is where things get interesting. Do you think two R-word victims will be enjoying a luxury holiday in May when the alleged incident happened in April? Because the two girls did! Sorry, I'm just turning the volume down. And there are videos of both of them on an exotic vacation. Such a traumatic experience would leave one shook, at least for a little while, no? I bet if they worked together and made false allegations and won a massive lawsuit against uh, billionaire brothers, they could go on many more luxury holidays. After all, they were friends who went on holidays together and followed each other on social media. Yeah, again, where did they get their money from if they accused, uh, you know, the Tate brothers of stuff and tried to extort them? It stands to reason that they extorted somebody else for, for money to be able to do this. Could, ha- could have happened. How did they find the money to pay for the trip in May if they were trafficked in April? Okay, so apparently there were six victims. Two say they're not victims. Two, we don't know if they exist or are lying. And two are clearly liars who are after, uh, they're after money. So, yeah. Everyone says, Pearl, (laughs) why don't you just believe women? I mean, they, they look like very scared victims, right? Yeah, exactly. This concept of believe all women, like, no. Human beings are capable of lying. So, we don't just believe you unless you have proof. People who are accused are innocent until proven guilty. That is how it works in the United States. So, utterly ridiculous hogwash. Alright, let's continue. 
They're just, oh, so shocked. And this is the thing. It's like when we start to paint women as these innocent children that just have no bodily autonomy and are just coerced and manipulated into doing things. You're telling me a stripper, really, a stripper was coerced and manipulated into doing cam work because that is so different than stripping? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, really, it's really not at all that different. You're paying to, to expose your body for money. Right? Sorry, you're getting paid to expose your body for money. Um, one is in a club... Uh, in person and one is online but it's it's a similar similar concept and i'm sure lots of ladies of the night are girls that work on camera as well or or, you know have at at times i'm sure um and i i think we have gotten to a place in society where we cannot question alleged victims right we are not allowed to interrogate victims in the public we are not allowed to interrogate victims in the court of public opinion. That's right. If you go against women, then you are somehow breaking the sister code. Yep, yep. If you go against women, you're somehow insensitive, a bad person. And it's like, why must we just believe women? Why do I have... People that are accused are innocent until proven guilty. That is the principle have to believe a chick that was a stripper when we all know like half of strippers have some sort of mental disorder going on anyway let's just call it what it is guys like these aren't the most stable people on the planet yep yep and now we find out they go on a luxury vacation right yeah yeah supposedly that they were trafficked a month earlier but then they went on luxury vacation and while they were being treated so poorly they were making you know these tiktoks with a happy and bouncing around and all that like again guys it defies belief they just they're just saying what they think needs to be said in order to get this money because i mean they want to have more luxury vacations right right after all this happened um, if you were human trafficked, forced to stay in a mansion against your will, I would imagine you were traumatized. Yep. But now you're you're out partying, vacationing. That doesn't like this doesn't make sense to me. Right. Th- this is weird. This is not normal behavior. Agreed entirely. So now Tate has another accuser, an ex Playboy model, 32, a bit old as we know. You know. Yeah. So again, what's the point? Two girls accused, so more girls come forward, because what is what is actually trying to be done here? Well, as many people as can get money as possible, right? As many people as can siphon resources as possible. Okay, so here's what the, the title says. Exclusive, ex-Playboy model 32 claims Andrew Tate tried to lure her to his Romanian hideaway before he was arrested in our word and trafficking pro. I don't really think he's dating chicks over... 19 remember the the video just kidding but okay ex playboy model 32 claims andrew tate tried to lure her into his romanian hideaway before he was trafficked in rape and trafficking probe now let's think are playboy models the most credible sources like why can we not discredit women based on their profession indeed if you're the kind of person, it's called a character witness, right? Like, if you're not that kind of person that that can be, like, here's, here's what I'm getting at. If you do sketchy things, 
that require you to effectively lie for money, right? Because what what are these professions really? You know, like what does a, a lady of the night actually do? She gets paid to pretend to like the guy and he gets to use her body, right? Effectively. She she gets paid to pretend to enjoy dancing for these men, right? So why couldn't she, which, which is a lie, right? Why couldn't she then lie about other things? These people are morally gray, preying on male nature and desperation. Why couldn't they prey on a man's money as well? All right, let's continue. I'm sorry. I am so tired of this. Oh, you can't discredit her. What she's telling is true. Well, well, well sir, she's a stripper. Right. Sir, she's an OnlyFans model. We are right. absolutely allowed to discredit women based on their profession. And if anything, I think we should bring it back. So here we go. Sorry, I'm just turning down the music again. Tate rejects a 10. Go home. So Andrew Tate quote tweets this and says, I literally said, go away. I want to watch the fight. Does this seem like a man, a man luring her into his rape and human trafficking probe? Ah, I see. She knew Andrew was there, went there on purpose as a sort of networking idea, got rejected, and then went to accuse him of doing bad stuff because she felt bad about being rejected. Lovely. But but this is like... Great character, great character. The craziness. It's like these hot chicks just live in delusion forever where they can just literally say anything, and they're so used to nobody questioning them. Right, right. They're so used to it. Like, they're just so used to men letting them say damn near whatever they want and have zero questions about it. That's why girls like Pearl got to exist. Right. All these red pill guys got to exist, because this is nonsense. All of these men... It is absolute nonsense. I agree entirely have let us live in delusion for too long. Yep. And I'm really getting sick of it, guys. I'm, I'm getting tired. All right, so I've recently been triggering some people on Twitter because I really do not think you should expect monogamy from the top 20% of it. Now, a lot of, a lot of people will say, Pearl, are you saying that all rich men cheat? No. But, like, can we just call it what it is, guys? Are millionaires and billionaires known for being faithful? Are rich, handsome, successful men known for not having side chicks for being family men? Or is it usually that when they are family men, it comes out later that they were cheating? Let's take Bill Gates. For years, everyone's like, this is a family. Indeed. And what a surprise. Amen. Not a cheater. And then it comes out, his wife lets him go deal with his side chick once a year. Now, did his wife say, oh, Bill, but you can't? Did his w-? No, his wife understood that's what came with it. And in a lot of these super rich men, their wives understand that's what comes with it. 
And I honestly am just really tired of people exposing these cheating men. When we know rich men cheat, they've always cheated. The top 15% of men have always had harems of women. And this is not me putting a morality on it. This is not me saying this is a good thing or a bad thing. This is me saying, all right, if you go for this type of guy, this is probably what you can expect. And I think as women, it's better to just accept that may happen and that you should stick it out and that sex isn't the same for men or for women. I think that's a more honest message than telling women to live in this delusion where we expect monogamy from the top 20% of men. Yeah, again, it's, it's, um, the chances of it happening are very low, right? Because those with power use that power. A man who can cheat does. Uh, well, again, not always, but statistically speaking, he's much more likely to cheat than a man that, you know, doesn't have options. Obviously. I'm not saying you gotta be happy about it. I'm not saying you should encourage it. I'm not even saying it's a good thing. But to tell women that that will never happen when that's one of the leading reasons people get divorced, maybe it's just something we should think could happen, maybe expect, hope it doesn't happen, right? Not encourage. But the the one thing I was thinking about is women broke the monogamy contract first. Women will go off all day about men not being monogamous. But what per, only 4% of women are saying that they're virgins on their wedding day? That's 4%. So if women are sleeping with multiple men before marriage, why? it's almost like a catch-22 where they say, well, I can do what I want before marriage, but after marriage when men have the most sexual capital because men, you know, peak around like 35, right? And even on some dating apps, say men peak at 50 or women peak at 21. So when women are at their sexual marketplace value at the highest, like when they have the most agency, the most power, we don't pick marriage because we keep pushing it off. So it's almost like a catch 22 where when women... Basically, the way that marriage works in 2023 is as follows. Girls sleep around from 18 to 28 or more. Then they want a man to save them from their bad decisions later. And they expect that man to be totally monogamous, totally faithful, and totally devoted to her. Well, yeah, and while she disrespects him by being alpha widowed and treating him like a second class citizen. How is that fair? Think about that. Women have the most power. We don't pick monogamy. But when men have the most power, they're expected to. Where it's kind of become an unfair contract when you think about it. So there's a woman that really talked about this a bit more in depth. How men are not programmed to be monogamous where women are. Hold the clip. Biologically, sex is designed for one main purpose. Procreation. Anything else, that's extra. The female reproductive cycle comes around once a month. For a man, it's every day. For each sexual act, the woman's one egg is matched by the man's 120 million sperm cells. Now let's do some calculation. 120 million sperm cells a day, every day, as opposed to one egg a month, every month, means, assuming all the cells are viable, that it will take only 30 men to impregnate all the women in the world. 
This points to one clear fact. A man is, by nature, polygamous. Yup. Exactly right. And uh, this is actually why men are the expendable gender. Why men can die in wars and, and, and you can still be okay. Your country will still be fine. If women go off and die in wars, it's very bad. Because a girl can't, impre- uh, can't impregnate 15 guys at once. Right? It's, it's, she can't be impregnated by 15 guys at once. A man, one man, could impregnate 30 girls. At the same time. Girl can't do the same. Monogamy and fidelity are unnatural situations promulgated by religious beliefs and social yep, pressures. Yep. Take those away, every man will cheat. It's simply biological. Indeed. Wow, based. And let's look at the extra. It's a known fact that women, for the most part, are more emotional than men. Yep. So it's natural that after a sexual encounter, she'll be attached. Yep. But because a man is visual and logical in nature, there's no emotion involved. For him, it's just a physical release that's got nothing to do with love. Right. A man loves his woman by protecting and providing for her. Yep. Period. It's really quite simple. For a man, the physical and the emotional, two separate entities. Thank you. That's that's actually incredible. I've never seen this speech before, but that was wow. I I could not have said it better myself. Yes. It takes a long time for a man to get attached. In fact, it takes 10 times as long for a man to get attached to a woman. Uh, The only time this doesn't happen is when the man doesn't have options, right? So let's say the man is, you know, he has multiple friends with benefits before getting with this girl. If he does, it's going to take him a really long time to get attached to the girl. She has to prove herself, right? And if she doesn't prove herself, he's not going to be attached at all. He's just going to drop her for a new girl. Um, but, but girls, because of how their oxytocin works, right? They release 10 times as much as men. They're much more likely to get attached um, very quickly. And their oxytocin burns out the more men they sleep with. So uh, it makes them un- unable to pair bond. All right, let's continue. And that's honest. And that's what people think I'm like pushing cheating or like saying this is a good thing. What I'm promoting is honesty. And the God to honest truth is that men will screw damn near anything. Let's just call it what it is, all right? And the honest truth is that men are programmed to have sex with a lot of people. A lot of women, sorry. But there's societal pressures and there's religious pressures. And I'm not saying those are bad things. Monogamy is a good thing. Right. However, I, I do think it's dishonest to say men aren't how they are. Yeah, and there's and there's more. Uh Children have better outcomes if there's two-parent household, right? So if you want relationship stability, you do need to be monogamous um, or at least, you know, officially monogamous, as it were. And women aren't how they are. And there's a reason that the men with money, power, look, status uh, tend to have multiple women. Like, I don't... And the funny thing is relationships start nowadays non-monogamous because right. you you guys exactly. have heard me interview woman after woman on the show most women will admit to being in a situation ship what is that it's non-monogamy probably with the top 20 percent of men yep. whether we want to admit it's a thing women have had the most sexual selection in the last hundred years yep. so in the past hundred years women have had more mate selection than we have ever had in yep. history 
typically your family would pick out your husband, your dad would pick out your yep, husband, yep. your brothers would help you find a husband. Yep. Now, women have complete control and autonomy. And it's actually interesting because the more, the more control that women have had, the more mate selection women have had, the worse they've done. The more women have picked non-monogamy. Right. Now, right, I know right. what you're saying. Pearl, what about the good women? Pearl, what about what but the good women don't pick that? Well, are only 4% of women good? Yeah. So, the point is like Women pick the men that other men want to be and other women want to be with. It's called social proof. So they're picking that because women are the world, right? They, they are the drivers of human evolution. So naturally, they want to pick the men that are most likely to have the most success. Like, like um, what, I, what I mean is this. They're picking the children of the next generation. And they're only picking from the top because only the top deserve to move on. That's, that's the point. Because 96% of women are not virgins on their wedding days. That is non-monogamy. Right. Now, and I think this is a lot more honest of a conversation than, you know, just find a good woman. I think women are programmed to get the best man they can and right. they'll accept non-monogamy if that's the case. Um, and men are more are programmed to screw a bunch of chicks. Monogamy is supposed to be the middle ground we meet on. And the exchange in value is that, you know, the women come in as a virgin. They give the man purity and they say, OK, I could try to get the next highest guy, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to compromise. I'm not going to go for a higher and higher guy. I'm not going to. I will be the merchant's wife. I won't be the, con the king's concubine like I want. And the guy says, well, I want to impregnate the whole entire world. But, you know, since you came to me with this purity, you're pretty young, you're a hottie. All right, I'll give that up. I won't screw the entire town. I'll just screw you. And the women want to say, well, hey, why are you cheating? Which now women are out cheating men. That's a whole different conversation. Yep, yep, that's right. But... You know, now the women are coming in and saying, oh, but you break the monogamy contract. But when you think about it, women broke the monogamy contract first. Indeed. Women broke it first by not being virgins before marriage. Indeed. Yep. And so, and, and, and then they complain that men aren't doing it right. Because, you know, anything to take accountability or responsibility away from themselves. Cool. Let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all the notifications, drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, Tom M, and Bobby. Shoutouts to you, most recent Patreon subscriber. Thank you. Go buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. Shoutouts to CurryKid, most recent purchaser of Strategist Guide to Seduction. Thank you. My Patreon is patreon.com slash the heliosblog. Um, uh, support me on the podcast by clicking the description link. Scroll down to support the show. And share this video. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Especially if you listen to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves. And I'll see you next time.